Meow, Neuromarvies. I'm just making myself comfortable in bed because I adjusted I adjusted my meds, so I had to overcompensate with sleeping um, meds, so I don't go manic. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what I wanted to address today was the um, common misdiagnoses that uh, occur generally before a late diagnosis of ASD happens. Because as a lot of us know, especially women on the spectrum, we have learned to camouflage and mask our traits and symptoms. So by the time we go in for our evaluation, very often, we don't receive the ASD diagnosis. We may receive even more misdiagnoses or you know, possibly comorbid diagnoses, but still the autism isn't being diagnosed when it should be if they knew what to look for. So what are some of these common misdiagnoses or extraneous diagnoses, um, if you want to call them that. The ones that I hear quite a bit are bipolar disorder because there is a lot of emotionality within a lot of presentations of autism. Uh, however, bipolar episodes last quite a while um, from days to weeks to months, um, they're not the super ultra DN rapid cycling ones that you get with uh, something like a phenotype of autism with the very emotional presentation. On the same note, there is a uh, there's borderline personality disorder that is commonly mistaken for ASD and vice versa. Same thing there. Um, there's a lot of emotional dysregulation in both. So in some ways it's easy to see because there's a bit of overlap, but usually that's going to be assigned to women. And really, there's probably not as much overlap all the time as people assume. It's probably still pretty easy for a knowledgeable psychologist to differentiate between the two. And they're not true comorbids of each other, so it's not that often that a person will have one and the other, but it does happen. It, um, it happens often enough that 
the discussion comes up quite a bit on um, social media. Social anxiety disorder is one that comes up quite a bit, as do other anxiety disorders. Schizophrenia and the schizophrenia spectrum will come up quite a bit because of the uh, what they call the negative symptoms, which are symptoms that are taken away rather than added to. So what would be a positive symptom is something added to the person, such as their such as hallucinations and delusions, or I should say to the presentation of the person's illness, whereas the negative symptoms would be kind of apathy and unwillingness to communicate. So someone can be, as an adult, you know, possibly an adult male could be diagnosed with a schizoid personality disorder rather than autism. Some other commonly, some other ones, I'm trying to think of depression, probably major depression too, because you're not going to be exactly um, um, wanting to communicate very much when you're depressed. Also OCD, because the um, symptoms of that are commonly confused with the stimming and or stereotypic movements in autism. However, they do commonly co-occur. ADHD is another one, um, but they do have very different presentations, you know, although they commonly co-occur, but all this just goes to show how, how many disorders there are out there that overlap just enough where the patient will get that as a disorder rather than the ASD. So I may have addressed some of this in a previous episode, but I wanted to put that out there. Um, eating disorder is another thing that is commonly that co-occurs with um, ADH, uh, with, uh, with ASD because of the textural, um, you know, the smells and the colors and a lot of different elements to food and eating. So that will give one presentation of for example, anorexia or selective eating disorder um, because it's just uncomfortable for the kid or the person to eat and it's not necessarily tied to body dysmorphia or weight uh, concerns. Oh my goodness, I could keep going on and on simply because I've received a lot of these either misdiagnoses or comorbid diagnoses, and it figures that I 
just now am getting around to getting assessed for autism simply because it was never brought up because you have to have expertise in the area and you have to know what to look for in an adult, um, specifically in a woman who's had several decades of experience masking their symptoms. So I'm going to make this a short episode since I'm tired. <sighs> Insomnia and sleep issues are very commonly occurring with with autism as well. So, But in this case, it's just getting my meds straightened out. Meow, neuromarvelous. Um, people have an autistic, autistic day. I'm <laughs> not